You're listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, and politically incorrect. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of In the Trenches, where we say what we want and how we want about real and raw discussions. I am your host, Jasim. Today's topic for today is should minorities celebrate 4th of July? Uh, in other words, I call it 4th of July is what I call it. But today in this topic, we're going to have a discussion. We have the special guest. Miss Understood Adrian, who is an author and also an advocate for change. Now, she's a good, like I say, she's a great author and she has a book out and you should go get it. If you're listening, go get the book. I mean, get the book. The book is entitled Surviving Tough Times on Your March Get Set, Go. So get that and that book can be purchased from Cozy Corner Publishing. So welcome, 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 Misunderstood. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How you doing, bro? How you doing? I'm doing well, as well as can be. Like, like they say, you know, us in the South or in the country, I'm happy as a hog in slop. Oh, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, Lord, have a mercy. <laughs> hog in slop. Yes, mm. yes, yes. That's a hell of a visual. So before we really get into this topic, I really want to get the listeners a little bit of background information since I know this topic is going to be controversial with different groups of people, if you understand what I mean. Uh, But before we start discussion, I, I want everyone that's listening to understand that the history to those about the 4th of July. This is what I'm talking about, so you can understand it. The holiday known as 4th of July, or is also called Independence Day, is about independence of the nation level and is dissolving the political brand that connect one people to another. In other words, it's just a declaration for those that are not of color having independence from England and not be ruled up under them. Mm. That's that's some good history right there. Mm. Listen, that's good history because that's the problem. That was the situation because it was their independence. Mm-hmm. It was it was their independence. It was American mm. independence, and it literally was like that. Breakaway was real. That's what the fight was about. Mm-hmm. The problem was. They didn't tell the black people, you know, not to mention that in order to to win those last couple of battles, they probably were resting on the color, the color resonance that was doing all of this fighting, mm-hmm. you know, thinking that they were a part of something that they were doing, which is more of a reason why, you know, in today's society, 
I get I get weary when I hear people talk about stuff. Oh, we got the barbecue. It's like, okay. Mm, yeah. I, I understand. I understand the whole fellowship of wanting to get together and wanting to just put something on the grill. Right. But you know, make sure that you're putting it on a grill because of your family, the fact that y'all made it. It's a summer it's a summer thing to do, you uh-huh. know. But make sure that we understand that we as a people were not free in seventeen seventy six. Like it just wasn't it wasn't for us. It That's it wasn't. True. And so as much as we want to, you know, light up firecrackers and all that other kind of stuff, you know, no, I, I don't particularly care for any place where I got to sit and sound like bombs is bursting in my, in the air. That's just me, you know? So at the end of the day, I, and I understand what the, what the holiday is about. Mm-hmm. It bothers me because I just, that's the only time Americans come together. Well, appear. I'm going to say appear to come together because it seems like... But, but for that day, no, yeah. for that day, you would see white people, black people, all types of people just coming to see the fireworks. That's Well, yeah, that's true. That's, Tomorrow, that, that I'm not true. even going to talk to you. Tomorrow, I don't even want to be in the same vicinity that you're in. But right now, because we come to watch these fireworks, we can stand shoulder to shoulder in the street. Yeah, that's, that's why that's it, true. it behooves me of the other things that happen when those holidays are not going on. I'm serious. Or like sporting events. Mm-hmm. You know, when like the, when somebody is winning, the, the, the team that's winning, mm-hmm. everybody is on the same page. Now, y'all might not speak to each other when you leave out of the stadium, mm-hmm. which I don't understand, but it's that's the point to say that it is possible that it can be done. But yeah, the 4th of July is one of those holidays where I literally, I know that where I live at is the highest point in the in that town. So because it's the highest point in the town, everyone in the town comes to the highest point in the town so that they can see the fireworks from the clearest place in the town. That would be the place right in front of my house. So, you know, when they say 4th of July, I get an attitude because now I know that my street's going to be blocked off. I got to be in the house. I'm stuck in the house like the way everybody else is moving. I'm not moving like that. We got a parade that runs through the the neighborhood. You know what I mean? So for me, the 4th of July is something where I'm like, shit, we got to be in the house by 3 because the parade start at 4. You know what I mean? They're going to put the barricades out. Like just this, this last holiday, the police officer yelled at me. For what? I had to roll my window down like, sir, why are you yelling? He like, don't you see it's blocked off? The streets is closed. I said, well, sir, I'm going home. I'm not worried about you and your festivities. Hmm. He talked about, well, you can't go that way. Well, I live right there, okay? And I gave him my name of the street. He like, I don't even know where that's at. Exactly. So pump your brakes. Go ahead, do what you do. But I live right here. And I've been living here for years. So please let me get in my house before y'all do whatever it is that y'all about to do. He like, oh, well, go ahead, go ahead, because you know where you're going. Thank you. So Yell let me ask you. Me. So let me ask you this: Do you what do you think about minorities that celebrate the Fourth of July, but not really comprehend, or those that do comprehend, they just brush it off with the reasoning to justify it as Oh, that was that was a long time ago. 
and forget the original purpose of the 4th of July and who was originally affected. Now, it's unfortunate because there are people that are really out here that are trying to ignore history. You mm. cannot ignore history. You oh, know, history, you just brought up a big thing. History that's ignored only allows things to Continue. come back. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if we don't say it and call it what it is, it'll come back again in a different type of form, and we're trying to understand why. But that's because we never called it what it was in the beginning. I mean, that's why I'm hoping that the the idea even of someone listening to In the Trenches is to stop that the fact that we're not having the real conversation that we need to have about some stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like to so, so it can be said in the manner that it needs to be, because I'm right. not going to tell you that you shouldn't pull your grill out and barbecue. Right. Right. But I am definitely going to tell you that you're not going to sit there for any inkling of a second and think that your ass was free. Exactly. <laughs> you saying? Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like you can barbecue, you can do what you need to do. But as long as you are doing it and then you know and your children that are the generations that are just running around eating hot dogs and stuff, understand that this is what our family is. We or or this is where we came from. You know what I mean? There's got to be history in it because that's how you become who you are. You need and, to know your lineage. And that's a good point because a lot of us, as far as minorities and especially in the black community, do not study our own history. And I found that those that are not minorities know more about our real history than we do. And that's where our problem is right now. I want to say that that's a, like that is a whole nother topic on a whole nother day. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like, but it's the it's the realest thing ever because the world loves black culture. Exactly. From but black the people shape don't of a love woman. black culture. <laughs> So, therefore, then, it's like two different entities. But the world loves black culture. You can oh tell yeah. by the way that they emulate. You can tell by the way that they try to figure out things, and they do it. But black people don't know enough about black culture. That is to true. understand that this is a powerful place to sit. Mm-hmm. And as long as we keep doing the dumb stuff that we're doing, we are giving away our power every day, all day, like from from when we started. Why is there a church on each corner? But mm-hmm. then there's nobody that can really have a powerful message about God. Whoa, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Like, are you kidding me? So if you think about who we are, mm-hmm. it's the lack of not knowing the history that is allowing it to take hold the way that it is. Like, that's why we're having the problems that we're having right now in 2022. Well, you know, there's so many people that are trying to tell the truth. There's so many people that want to tell this story because I've heard this story thousands and thousands of times. But because it wasn't the story of the day, mm-hmm. I mean, I heard the story because I was privy enough to sit in the room to hear the story. Mm-hmm. Got me. But gotcha. to be honest, I grew up and didn't know anything. My parents made my parents made it a point to make the decision that they didn't want us to grow up like that. Mm. So I didn't see it. I didn't even know what the hood was. You mm. know, my parents had my parents had the fear of death on all cousins. Anybody that steps foot in this house, you better be right. 
You cannot mm-hmm. be high. You don't need to be drunk. You don't need to be loud. You don't. So I was away from all of that. Like I didn't meet my first. I didn't have first real black encounter until I went to Delaware State University in 1995. Really? I'm telling the truth. I was 17 years old when I met black people. Wow. Like I knew my cousin. Look, I knew my cousins, but like I said, my cousins knew when they came in. When they came into our world, they mm-hmm. came to our world and and fitting in to our world, not bringing their, you know, not bringing the hood with them. Right. Because for a lot of time, for <laughs> me growing up, is there's a couple of cousins that probably didn't really deal with me because they were too much of the hood mm. to, to at least come this way. You know what I mean? But, but they held they held that. They held that against me for a long time because it was like they thought that my mom was thinking that we were better than. No, my parents just made a decision that this is not the way that they wanted me to know. So if, because I never knew the story of somebody always, you know, I because I never knew the story of the white man telling us how that we couldn't be or we was less than or whatever, right. I grew up with white people conquering buildings. Oh, wow. my fault. My parents didn't tell me that I couldn't come in and take the room. Not, not bad. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I say, when I talk, I talk from a different place. A lot of people don't realize that until they like literally start to sit and listen to me. But like my neighbors burned crosses where I'm from. Wow. Right. My mascot is the galloping ghost. He was a live size man sitting on a live size horse. And he wore a sheet. So call wow. it what you want. <laughs> okay? Right. Like, this is where I grew up. So when people talk racially about things to me, mm-hmm. it's different because I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't hear it, I don't have that. It's never been a bar that I had to break. Mm-hmm. Ever. I've always been able to come in and take over the room if that was what I wanted to do. There mm-hmm. was no such thing as well, I remember the day I came home. Like, I remember it was like an audition or something. And my mom was like, I thought you were going to the play tryout. And when I came back, I told her, I said, well, it was all the white people there. And, you know, I said, what the hell does that mean? You could have did it. All you got to do is learn the song, learn the dance. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, oh, all right, you're right. Never, ever again have I walked away from an audition because of who was standing in the room. It made me just want to stand up. And mm-hmm. then when I started getting the lead and all that, what's that say? Mm-hmm. Sit back, Susie. Let me do this. Oh, my fault. Now I'm meeting Susie's in real life or Karen's, as the world will call them today. You know, it's Karen's, as they will call them. But even Karen's. I'm sorry, ma'am. You asking me questions like I'm not supposed to be here. I'm your neighbor. Did well, you know that we were here? We're not going nowhere. Like, <laughs> but this is the truth of the matter. There's a certain black person that ain't going nowhere. Where am I going? Excuse me. Hey, no, you're in the trenches, so you know you talking. But, how but you, you talking? Be how you be who you be. Like where are we at right now? Like, excuse me, I'm your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I've been followed home as a kid. I remember the day that the police officer told me that I wasn't supposed to be where I was supposed to be, but I was in my fucking driveway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sorry. I need your name. I need your badge number. I need all of that. You don't even know who you talking to. Mm-hmm. He walked me all the way to my front door. 
just to see pictures of my family on the piano. Do you see me? Like, you for real about this. So I hope you know that your captain is going to hear that you just did all of this, this little black girl that's in your community. But I was that little black girl in the community that that happened to. So when I walk into rooms, no, I don't back down. What? So, I'm supposed to be here. So you think <laughs> you now tell me if I'm right, but I'm looking at it as what you said, we don't know our history. And I agree with you. But I also realize, and I hate to say it, and some people think it's stereotype, but I'm not stereotyping. Is just a pattern in the community that to keep black people down, you put everything in a book. And then because most of us are not going to want to read and learn and grow. So I know those listeners that's listening, if you tune in and you listen to In the Trenches, today's topic is should minorities celebrate the 4th of July? And I'm here with the author, the advocate for change misunderstood, and we are having a hot discussion. The, not reading, I've noticed that I've always been considered somewhat like the oddball because I would, even though I may not want or like to read, but I have more books than most people that are Black in their home just because I would like to have more knowledge because I was always explained and taught knowledge is power. So the more knowledge I regained, the more power I wanted to have. That way, nothing and no one can take that away because I realized from studying and reading, the only way to beat blacks down is beating us down mentally because if we're not mentally strong, That's why we do what we do over and over and over and over again and have that Willie Lynch mentality. And many I've seen get upset when I let them know, like when I was in service, I let them know, hey, I don't do 4th of July, but I take the benefits. If we're going to be off, I take that off day and Mm -hmm. not be charged for it. You still going to pay on that day? Okay, cool. I take that too. But doesn't mean I have to celebrate it. But then what's so funny is at the same time, those same blacks or minorities, even Hispanics or what have you, will not celebrate Juneteenth. That's because they don't know about Juneteenth. They and it goes back to what I was Juneteenth. saying. They don't even read and they, study their own That's history. what I'm saying. That I bless God that I ran into the ATS Business University years ago. And Antonio or them, because when they said they was from Galveston, I ain't never heard of Galveston, Texas. <laughs> then all of a sudden you hear that this historical place is Galveston, Texas, where the black people realized that they were free. Oh, wait a minute. Time out. What are you talking about? Like, and this is for me, mm-hmm. I was just I didn't know anything about it until the pandemic. I think mm-hmm. something happened in the pandemic or something that somebody said something or George Floyd died or somebody got yeah, somebody said something. It was something. a George Floyd. George Floyd died. And then it was like black people said, Hold up. Y'all don't know nothing. They've been doing this for years. Exactly. And start running stuff down about history. And you like, what? What they do? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, where the hell was that? And and it's like 
even still, like even this year, like I heard my pastor when he said about it, he was talking about it like it happened in Ohio. I'm thinking, no, Pastor, you wrong because I go all I know is it was Galveston, Texas. So he came back the next time and repeated, you know, fixed it. It was like it wasn't Ohio, but it was down in Galveston, Texas. Mm-hmm. But we never knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the national, you know, the national things that have happened and did happen because that's why it's now a national holiday or a federal holiday, I should say. Like I told somebody, I was like, well, all I know, bro, is that if you at work right now, you need to go into your HR office and make sure that you get in your time and a half because this is one of them federal ones. They didn't, they didn't get this to the whole state. They talking about what you talking about, bro. I'm trying to tell you, Juneteenth is now one of them, one of them holidays. Go get your money. I said that's time and a half all day. Like if you at work, bro, they they should have let they should have gave you all because it's one of them holidays. They now, they wrote it in the book. Now <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm about to throw, I'm, I'm about to throw something at you right now. Uh oh! Um, don't go there. You, you, you ready? You about to go there in the middle of June too. You about to go there. Whoever's listening, it is what it is because you listen to in the trenches. Now, Fourth of July, or as I would say, what is it? The Fourth of July. I like that because they lied to get us to celebrate something that we wasn't even a part of originally. That's why I call it that. But that's but. everything that we do in life. Wait a minute. That's everything that we do in life. Let's keep it all the way real. Shame the devil. From Christmas, look, from Christmas to Easter to everything else that they got us out here for real, for real celebrating. That ain't what we supposed to really be celebrating. How about that? Let's just tell the truth. Shame the devil. Shoot them all the way down the car. Hit them all. And one sloop. Because it ain't just the 4th of July. It's Easter, Christmas, all that. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever they do. What they do in the propaganda that go along with that week, even down to Valentine's Day. Now, check this out. Remember Columbus Day? Wait a minute. Remember Columbus Day? I grew up, we used to have off for Columbus Day. Now they don't even have Columbus Day no more. They didn't call it Indigenous People Day. Damn, y'all didn't really really switch the history up. But think that that's okay. Because now it's Indigenous People Day. It's a a beautiful thing. Uh, No, but you should tell the lie that for years, you said that Columbus had discovered uh-huh. America on this day. Like, that, don't just get rid of it well, without well, telling the truth of what is really going on. Well, check this out with, with the 4th fourth, fourth of July. Uh-huh. When the independence occurred for on 1776, every year after that, they celebrated, right? Mm-hmm. Faithfully. And faithfully. Now, Remember that. Think about when they made Juneteenth a holiday, a national holiday. When was that? Oh, that was like this year, last year, 2001. First, wasn't it 2021? It was recent, correct? Within, yeah, within real the, recent. Okay. But Juneteenth, when the slaves found out they were free, was in 1865. So it took that long just to be recognized that we blacks were free and as a holiday. So and you have still not being recognized. The truth. Like so you have Fourth of July, they they get their independence, and then each year they celebrate it. Now, all that time, 
we still play until 1865 when when they found out when they had over 2,000 uh, uh, soldiers coming to announce in Galveston, Texas, which is about five months later from, from January the 31st when the House Joint Resolution proposed the 13th Amendment, and we know something about the 13th Amendment, that little underlying right. slavery, right. but differently, right? Them three-fifths, right. Right. Then it took them that long. This long. And then now we have it since 1865. But this is why we got to do something. It's not even so much about not celebrating it, but this is a, that's a prime example of why and how you can no longer just allow things to happen to you and for you because they will allow anything to keep us down. The only way we are going to get up is if we stand up. The mm -hmm. only way that we get up and stand up and can actually conquer is to stand up united. Mm -hmm. Going back to, again, about the togetherness, a cohesiveness, the united of all of us. That is how we defeat that history. Mm -hmm. You cannot redo history. Right now, what they're trying to do is they're going to change history. Which right. Because they're doing that in Texas here. They, they believe to. that if they change the history, that'll make it better. It's actually just going to soothe it in another way. Mm -hmm. That's why the, those of us that know, mm -hmm. this is more of a reason why now is not the time to be silent about it. Because whatever you're going to do, you always going to know that Aunt Jemima was always the mama that took care of everybody. And, Black, and, breast, and, and breastfed those, those people, those kids. That didn't exactly. even look like them. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it had nothing to do with no Pearl Milling Company. And mm -hmm. everybody needs to know that. You know, so you could take Uncle Ben off of the rice, but understand that Uncle Ben was somebody that was a, a, a he was like a, a support in the house. You know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. house slave, field slave, and all that. Right. Like, so. So there's history that goes along with stuff that just because you're changing it shouldn't be that we're not allowed to know. Because if you don't know, that's how things can come back around. Mm -hmm. But the simple fact that that is what our history is about mm -hmm. is more of a reason why we have every right to change it. We have every right to really make a noise. You ain't got to be loud. You ain't got to be belligerent. You ain't got to fight. You ain't got to want to hurt nobody. But the truth is the truth. You know what I mean? A lie is a lie. And at the end of the day, the only thing that you can do is be mad. But there's so many people that focus on it. And because of the fact that they did it so many years ago, they still refuse to move today. Mm -hmm. I don't condone that. You know what I mean? I don't condone that. If that's the case, I say pull your damn grill out, get your damn steak, put it on the grill, and, and understand that, like I said, this is family fellowship. Bring your lineage together so your lineage will understand why you're doing what it is you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not so much about the independence of the white folk, but now it's your independence because this is our family. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. If you got young boys and young boys and, and girls that's in the street right now, this is why we celebrate. This is why we get together so that they can be, you know, the elders, the elders can actually lean on them. Say right. something to them. You know and what I mean? Them. Like, right. Like, say something. Be, 
be more so as opposed to not saying that we're not going to celebrate. Right. Because if we're not celebrating, that means that we're not together. That mm-hmm. means our family's not there. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's not always the best way, even though that was the way that they got us all out of whack anyway. Because it really happened still, like I said today, it, mm-hmm. the other day, it happened in the church house. When, when they messed up the church, when they messed up the message that was going on in the church, that's when we stopped. Because guess what? If you don't celebrate Christmas now, now there's a there's a moment where the family could be congregating. But now we're not together because we don't celebrate this. Mm-hmm. You, you understand? So therefore, not only have we take, <laughs> taken away our fellowship, mm-hmm. we've actually fed in a negative. Because that's of the true. history that we live, like because of the fact that we we've been we've been held slaves and we were knocked down. If I knock you down today and I come back tomorrow and you still laying there, I mean, I can say I apologize. I might even bend over and help you up. But mm-hmm. if I knock you down today and I come back three, four, three, four years lady, later and you still on the ground, whose fault is that? So if I knock you down today and th- 300 years later, I come in and you still laying on the ground. Are you kidding me? Dog, I don't even want to hear you. I'm walk, I'm walk past you. I'm stepping over you because you're still on the damn ground. And now you don't teach, you don't taught your kids how to be on the ground because I knocked you off a stool years ago. Come on, man. That's the problem. Like that right there is our problem because of the fact that you know what the hell it was. Now you still stuck on it. Mm-hmm. We can't still be stuck on it. That's why they still got us down. That's why they still got us bound because of the fact that this is what you live in off of whoa 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 whoa. all right we've been lied to shit how long you ain't never been lied to before but you know know what what i mean somebody that's like you waiting on somebody to apologize to your ass and you and know damn well they ain't thinking about you but you know what when you think about it like what you just said when you say how many times a, a person has been lied to but what they don't think about is this how many times have you ever gone to find out what the truth is so you don't believe a lie and we don't do go. that right. when it comes don't to that. Don't just always take what they're giving me. Exactly. Ask a question. Be like you, you said something about the lack of knowledge, and that they say, you know, if you don't want, if you don't want them to know, put it in a book. Right. That's a true statement. So when you come into contact with people, shit, I'm an author. You know mm-hmm. how many people I know bought my book and they never, never even opened it. Shout out to all of you because I love you. You know what I mean? I know y'all y'all bought the book because y'all supported me and I love you for it. <laughs> God forbid you go in there, bitch, and read it. Shit. <laughs> it might actually hurt. It might actually help you. Exactly. You, but I know, I know the truth. And if you are being true, then you'll understand it. But that's why it's important. That's why Audible is out here now. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why they have audiobooks because guess what? You ain't got to read no more. You mm-hmm. can listen to the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other ways of doing it, but if you are making the conscious effort to say that I don't want to know, you're saying something. Mm-hmm. You're saying major, and you're teaching your kids. Mm-hmm. You, do you understand? And that's, that's more. That's more than anybody doing anything historically to you that happened years ago. That's true. If you are making the conscious effort to not want to know. Mm-hmm. Whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Like, like I li- I listen to people, and then I like I said, a lot of, and I'm gonna call it what it is. A lot of black people don't like to hear me talk. They don't and like you to ain't hear the me only talk. one. 
when it comes to something they don't intelligent, like to hear me talk. Uh, Look, they don't think. like to hear me talk because at the end of the day, I'm talking past their television show. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't sit and allow that to be the entertainment that I have. I want to watch the damn musical. I want to mm-hmm. watch something different because I want my brain to go to another place to play. Anytime that people tell you from 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 what's it, the red listing and all of that, uh-huh. like from, from they've always tried to harness black people. That's a good word to use, harness, because not only is it a good word, because actually we are supposed to be working. You know, like that's why I like when people start talking that America stuff and make America great and all that kind of stuff. I'd be like, yo, bro, you should watch your mouth. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. America was great because black people did what they needed to do. Like mm-hmm. slavery was a big component of why America is the way America is right now. So mm-hmm. watch your mouth. And sh- watch your mouth when you talk about you don't want us here because if it wasn't for us and our ancestors being here, you might not have made it as far as you did. Your mm-hmm. plantation might not have got the name that it did, so right. you wouldn't be this white man that you are today. So mm-hmm. watch your mouth. That that is the truth. Like anybody that's ever talked about anybody black in a different, in a derogatory way, I always say, well, you do know that uh, that black woman f- fed your grandma because mm-hmm. you the white woman, the white lady didn't take care of her kids. Mm-hmm. The black lady did. Mm-hmm. The white lady didn't feed her kids. The black lady did, so you can't knock the black lady that much because you was really raised off this black woman. Mm-hmm. I, that's the truth. Not, that is the truth. You know what I'm saying? But they don't want to hear that like that. But that is it. That's powerful. Well, but that's you have why to I made the statement. I'm glad you asked the question. You you're telling the truth. Fourth the 4th of July lie. is one of, them, one of them holidays where at the end of the day, like I said, I'm with you on the benefit. If, if you're getting paid for it, make sure you get your time and a half. Oh, yeah. Get your if money. you're getting paid off, make sure get your they're money. giving you your money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because we fought for that. They, hey, wait a minute. They didn't say that black people couldn't get it on the 4th of July. Now, no. now, 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 wait a minute. Now, nah, I guarantee you one thing. I guarantee Look, you one thing. Same way. If on you Juneteenth, tell me now, they're going to have people working on Juneteenth. I guarantee you they're going to have people working on Juneteenth. And you should get your time in the damn half, like I told the press. What? Like I told you, it's a, it's a holiday, and now it is a holiday. They either going to twerk it or we going to work it. Well, we One of the see. two. We're going to see exactly how they're going to, if they're going to treat Juneteenth as since it's a national holiday, we're going to see if they're going to do it in the same manner as the 4th of July. We're going to see. Yeah. I'm just saying, if they don't. I'm not going to be surprised. Now, look. If they don't, let me say in the devil advocate's way, that means that white people will only get paid for the 4th of July. They won't get paid for Juneteenth. And black people will no longer receive the pay for the 4th of July. They will only get paid on Juneteenth. Would that be all right? Ooh. Would that be all right? Because that's what we're saying. Ooh. And that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's the deep. problem right that's, there. No, that shit's not all right. That's, no, that's no it's not all right. I'm sorry. Just like people want to get they want to get nominated in the Grammys, in mm-hmm. the Emmys, and people looking like, what well, y'all got the whole Esquire. You know, mm-hmm. like y'all got your own awards. So therefore, right. you should never have to participate in our awards. But mm-hmm. no, we won both. Ah, wait a minute. Hold up. Now you're fighting for them rights. You're getting your rights now. I'm going to give it to you. But Stay over there with your rights because we look black people. Mm-hmm. We done gave you what you wanted, but 
But that now says, keep your black asses out of eye. No, no, no. Ain't nobody going for it. We're not going for it. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. maybe we don't need it like that. You, you, you understand? Oh, yeah. I understand end, what you're saying. Juneteenth should be a holiday just like all of the other ones would be. And just like they have Martin Luther King Day and President's Day and all that kind of stuff, just like Martin Luther King Day. When the hell did Martin Luther King Day become the day that everybody do service? Who, 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 who put that together? Because I remember that, that shit wasn't how it was when I was growing up. But nah. then all of a sudden, my son had to go to school and like work and shit. They were cleaning up and cl- they were cleaning the walls and stuff. I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. How, how did this become a service holiday? What the fuck? I'm like, wait a minute. Martin Luther King did not die for none of this. What are you talking about? He, he died for equal rights. Why is we cleaning? Whoa, wait a minute. But do you, <laughs> you know yeah. Like, so if you don't hold on to what it was that it was, it, it can get lost. And then, then you look back 10, 15 years later, trying to figure out, well, damn, what happened? Because I'm telling you, I don't want no damn t-shirt. I'm sorry. Shit, I did not come here to do this. Like, wait a minute. I It's horrible to say, but I mean it. We all, like, I remember, I used to sing at the Martin Luther King Day service. Oh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, they like have all the people come or whatever, and it was a day. Right. I don't even know if they do that service anymore. Like, okay, fine. It's nice that you're packing up bags to give to the homeless. But th- is this the day that we've decided to do it? Well, you so know. So it became a whole service day? It's, 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 what you described is not any different than, like, like what I, I, when I, when I met my wife and February came around, Valentine's Day came around. She was like, you going to give me something for Valentine's Day? And I hear other people saying the same thing about their their who they're with. You know, I told my wife when I was dating, I said, look, one, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. So, you know, and I know the listener that's listening now is like, what the hell? You don't celebrate? No. Because if you really process and think about it, if you really care and really love that person, why one day out 12 months that you're going to buy all this stuff and I call it stuff because only one day and then the other days you don't express or encourage how much you, you love the person that you with, but you're going to do it on one day. And then when you do it on one day, you making a company make all this money from the marketing of selling all these products in one day. The, the company will be Hallmark y'all. That is Hallmark's day. Like that's how I look at it. It'd be $6 cards and shit. Like, whoa, mm-hmm. wait a minute. I love you way more than this $6 card. Let me explain. Like, yo bro, I, this card costs $6. I'm just letting you know, you're not getting this because they have already exploited all of Valentine's day. Like Valentine's day is the, to me, Valentine's day is the exploitation holiday. Because you're right. The only reason why you're supposed to be getting all this pampering on Valentine's Day is if you really get shitted on the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the only reason why Valentine's Day should be of greatness. Because no one should still be celebrating Valentine's Day if it ain't nothing but buying the um, them hearts, like the candy hearts. Right. You're supposed to just go get some candy hearts 
you know, from the dollar store. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing major because they spend a lot of money. People spend a lot of money on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. And you'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, Valentine's Day is a big day. And One day. they spend they, money it, with people on the curb that's selling money. flowers and all that Listen, other stuff. Listen, the man on the street, you yes. know, the man that... The, the man on the street come back for the he been out Walking there for like a whole Walking up and down the, uh, uh, the cars at the stoplights yes, and the flowers. What, what they have done and made them holidays. They are days of our history that have happened. They mm. have stories behind them. And because of the fact that you don't know, you think that, you mm. know what I mean? Like you would think, oh, he must be Cupid because that's why they... They, you know, that's why Cupid is mm-hmm. shooting an arrow and he's in love. And like, there's a, there's that thin line between being entertained mm-hmm. that at one time they were the stories that we were told mm-hmm. that was entertaining. Now they don't even have to tell those types of stories. They just put the bush in on television and mm-hmm. just make sure that we're not feeding ourselves because we're stuck on these shows or whatever. You know what I mean? So we, they only give us what they want us to see. So therefore, no one's really stepping out of the box. Literally, you know, the t- the television box. There nobody's stepping out of it. If they are doing anything, it's something that they're seeing on television right now. Whether it be crime, you know what I mean, whether mm-hmm. it be the dumb things that their people are dealing with or whatever. If it's not the Lifetime channel, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it's the True Crime channel or whatever. Like but everything is entertainment. The same way, like, they took all those pagan holidays and say, all right, this is what we're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. all these days that would coincide with what God was saying, which would then make you want to turn away from it, because if it's not real, you understand? Like, I remember the day where I think it was Easter. It was Easter that I was having the conversation. But I was having a conversation with my girlfriend who doesn't celebrate Easter. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with you not celebrating Easter. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't have a problem with you not celebrating Easter. I have a problem. I don't have a problem with people that don't want to call it Easter anymore. They want to call it Resurrection Sunday because that's what happened. OK, fine. Whatever the case may be. But somewhere down the line, that was when the kid got a chance to die eggs. Mm-hmm. So in the conversation that we were having, I realized that her grandkids had never died eggs before to me. That was a problem. The hell with Easter. The hell with Resurrection Day. Because now your kids have never died an egg. They don't know how to take the wax crayon and write something on the egg and then put it in the food covering and then come up with a design on an egg. So it was like we had a big discussion about it because at the end of the day, she wasn't wrong. But like I said, when we make these decisions to do certain things, we are making another decision to say that we aren't a we don't want to be privy to what they're doing. Means to not just rectifying what it was. You know what I mean? Like I asked my mom one day too, and I was like, "Cause like I told you, when I grew up, mm. I grew up in the lot. Like I think it was on. I think I told y'all one day about my doc, about my teacher, Doctor Kenyatta, who mm-hmm. stood on his head and on in the middle of a class and cussed the whole entire class out about how the public school system had completely messed us up." And then he wrote, he ran it down. Like even still this day, like he ran all of it down. But there was a place in that where one thing that Doc always did was Doc taught us history. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I didn't start learning this stuff about like black people and black culture and stuff till I was 17, 18 years old. Well, I was in college. 
That's at least that's, that's one thing. Yeah, that's one thing that that I was fortunate that my mother taught me and it reinforced me to know my history. Not know the history of what somebody tell me, but do the research right. to know the real and true history. And I guess that's why I, I, I love history so much. And then I study it because, you know, they always say, and you made this statement before, and the statement you made, study the history or as digging deep in studying it, then we doomed to repeat it every single time. And we always repeating the same mistakes, but different methods. But it's the same mistakes over and over. And that's right. That is how I feel that if we as a people, whether if it's white, black, Asian, if we truly want to be together and we study the true history and not the false history and see where the mistakes are so we do not repeat it, then we can then the United States can be a great country, but it'd be oh, yeah. a great country when everybody is come together on the same page, just like over in Israel. They, right. To me, they're a great country, no matter if you're Muslim or Baptist or Orthodox Jew or, or any of that. They come together. Because they understand the truth of their history. Correct. Because you still have people in America that are fighting the truth. Exactly. You know, Even in lot. Congress, they're fighting the truth. Here in but Texas. do you understand? But that all still falls back down on American people going to vote your congressman out. Because guess what? If the man sucked 10 years ago, he really fucking sucks now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. But they're the same people. You know what I mean? So when it comes down to really showing up and doing what we need to do, half the people don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm -hmm. I know people that don't go to vote until somebody call them and tell them who to vote for. So that means mm -hmm. what? You have no you have no say in any of it because you're just going off of what the other person said. But now if you realize that you don't believe in the same thing that this person just told you, this person just got to vote for them and not for your own self. Like, so we're falling into it because, like you said, we're dying because of a lack of knowledge. That's what they said in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, people die because of lack of knowledge, but nobody wants to learn anything. Are you kidding me? That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying, like, when you were talking, like, you're a person that you got books in your background. You know how many people would think that's like a that's like a, uh one of them backdrops? Oh no, these these are but, but you understand these. what I'm saying. Right. Like, but you would you would think because people have backdrops of bookshelves to make me look like I am somebody. But then when you say something and we know that you didn't read the shit out of a book. We know you ain't read no book. You know what I mean? And then it's different. So I have, I, I told you about this, the studio situation where the man was all, he had all the books in the world. He had read all the books. He knew how Jesus wasn't real and all this other kind of stuff and how mm -hmm. things wasn't supposed to happen the way that it was and all that. And all I could rest on the fact was like, yo, bro, I'm in here with you. I ain't read no damn book, but we here right now together. So I don't know what you're saying. And all, I ain't going to knock anything that you've learned in a book. But I'm mm -hmm. going to tell you that I didn't learn it in a book. I lived this life and now we stand here out of eye. That got the that got to be something. And I told him, man, hey, give me the book. I will read it. But you're not going to take anything from it because I'm in this building. I'm in here with you, right here with you. Right. you know what I mean? And that was, but that was a, that was an opening for both of us because we learned something that day. And people were like laughing because they knew, like people that knew my history and people that knew his history were already, they were dreading the day that we met. Mm -hmm. Put it that way. Cause they were like, no, they not gonna get it. You know, because that. Adrian is Adrian is this, 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 you know, God, 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 God. 
And he was so book, 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 book that, of course, you know, we were going to clash. But that was the moment where we didn't clash. And that's why when you when you said earlier today, like, I'm an advocate for change. Yeah, because I believe that we can do this. Why? Because I have lived this. I've seen this. Diff- mm-hmm. I've seen this together that they say that we can't have. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it. I grew up like this. You know, like my girlfriend used to be like, girl, you grew up in a bubble. Well, I believe that it's time for the world to meet my bubble. Shit, it's more than it's more than just me. I didn't grow up by myself. Right. I grew up with a whole lot of people. So and I really did. So there's a whole lot of people that believe that we know that we could do it because we did it. We grew up like this. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this question. I have some questions to ask you, sister. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Yeah, I, I don't know, because you be dropping some questions. <laughs> Hey, I'm always using as what my grandfather would say. I'm using my noggin, not just to hang my hat on, but to write. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me ask now this question, a few questions to ask you. The first one is, why is it so hard for others to accept the true history and understand that um, it was not meant or for minorities, but for them after they have used backs of others to gain their freedom why is it so hard for others to basically accept the true history and understand that it was not meant for minorities but for them after they have used the backs of others which is minorities for their freedom from because that's who they are if they were to acknowledge that then they would be acknowledging that they are nothing if they were to actually say these things that that would they We'd have a world of January 6th. That's what we would have. See how they acted on January 6th? Because they were just that mad? Because mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, the only reason why January 6th happened is because they didn't want Stacey Abrams to get all of the recognition that she was supposed to be getting in Georgia because she changed that state. She changed mm-hmm. the whole state. She changed it from red to blue. Nobody want to tell you that, that. That's what really happened on January 6th. That's the truth. Stacey Abrams had changed that that whole red state to a blue state and then white folks got mad. So that answers your question right there. The reason why they can't is because they would be relinquishing the power because the only reason why the lie was there was to give them power. Well, do you think it is actually power they relinquished or is the illusion? The illusion of power. The problem is because of the fact that their illusion of power mixed with the Willie Lynch syndrome that showed you how to take over and how to keep us down and how to make us fight each other and how to give us that crab and barrel mentality. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you if you read, read my book, I just want to know who the hell put you in a barrel. Shit. <laughs> This is things that they've said about us. Who put you there? Do you understand? So, mm-hmm. but the reason why they wouldn't be able to do it is because everything that they have rests on that line. Mm-hmm. Everything that they have, everything that they teach their kids, everything that they built their their legacies on. So they wouldn't be able to take it away because if they took it away, they wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'd have a whole bunch of people out here like January 6th looking crazy because they scared and they don't know what to do. See? Right now, they're going to blame it on the president and all that other kind of stuff, but we're going to just, we going to be real in the trenches. We're going to tell you that it wasn't the damn president. It was you just being scared that you no longer had who you thought that you were. I agree. Uh, that's I, I, it. So I agree. But that's what happened on January 6th. Stacey Abrams changed Georgia from a red state to a blue state. That's why they did what they did that day so that we wouldn't be able to focus on what she was doing in that historical part. But yet still to this day, 
we can talk about what they did on January 6th. Well, but that's a, how that's how the world would look if they was to relinquish their power. So now what about this? Why why does it appear as a bad thing for blacks to celebrate their own history that has truth? versus history that is not of truth just to make a group feel better about themselves when they are when they are guilty and in, and what I mean by guilty I mean eternally they feel guilty so they don't want blacks to celebrate the true history of what from A to Z from the lynching from the killing I think if from we keep the living, but I think if we keep living they're going to change it's new to them right now and like and I'm not saying all all white I'm gonna say like not all people not all people. It's never all people. That's right. the blessing. Look, it's never all people. That's the blessing. Right. So never all white, never all black, never all Christian, never all Muslim. Never all. It's mm -hmm. never all of them. You know. But how does it? How do we like? How how do I want to say it? See, there is a way. There is a way that it can be done, mm -hmm. but it is not going to happen overnight. It's going to be. It's going to be like, like I said, within the last two years. People have been speaking more black truth. The way that we hear it now, you, you understand, is is actually being backed up by other things. A lot of times it used to be, it seemed like it was a conspiracy theory, you know? But now it's being backed up. So as it's being backed up, that means you got to walk back some of your story. Mm -hmm. And And at the end of the day, when people realize that in any war, there's always a winner and a loser. Yeah, that's true. In I any know war. about that. Right. So because of the fact that I beat you, I have my own way of, I have my own way of interpreting this story. Mm -hmm. And then you have your way of interpreting the story. I'm going to make sure that no matter which way I tell the story, I always beat you. Mm -hmm. I'm always on top of you. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the day, you're going to change your story because at the end, you don't want to keep getting beat. You, you understand? So mm -hmm. you're going to have to change that story in order to have the mentality of not always be beat. Mm -hmm. So it's going to have to happen. It will happen. It like it, We might not see it in our lifetime, but because of the fact that we're doing it in the trenches right now, 20 years from now, people will be listening like, yo, they literally said this shit 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, but it takes, it takes that catalyst. It takes one person to start something. It does. It takes somebody... Like, it's funny because, uh, like, right now, we're having a situation where, like, kids, adolescents, are you, you know what I mean? Like, communicating with them and saying things to them and not being scared of them and all that. But Bernie Mac, God rest his soul, but Mer Bernie Mac used to stand on the stage and tell people that if you don't check your kids now, y'all going to be running run around here scared of them. And I've seen a lot of these parents are scared of their own kids. And Bernie Mac told them. Y'all better beat your kids. Y'all better beat your kids now, because in 20 years, these kids going to be running the world, and we all going to be trying to figure out what the hell happened, because there be was a moment them. in there where we stopped beating our kids. Bernie mm -hmm. used to say it all the time. I ain't ashamed. I'll beat you. And tell, mm -hmm. and tell your mama that I'll beat you, too. Because And, and that's the way I was raised. We was all raised that way. And there's a whole generation of us that have been raised that way. And that's why we're looking at what's going on now, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. But we really know what's going on, but we can't go beat them now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't teach the, I can't teach this 22-year-old what I should have taught him when he was seven. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and at the end of the day, now we got to understand it. And it's okay to admit it. The problem that we have is that if we don't admit it, that's just like if somebody cuts, if you cut something and you're, and you're, your leg is open. You ain't put nothing on it. You ain't put no ointment on or anything. You just put a bandage on it. Mm -hmm. It's going to get infected. But it's not healed. 
So if it's not healed up, if it's not covered up properly, it's gonna come back infected. That's what we're living in right now. Because what they tried to do years ago mm -hmm. by covering up stuff and giving people stories and all that, whatever they thought that that was going to happen, now the shit done hit the fan. Now what? That's why we're having the problems that we're having. That's why generationally, our young, our our millennials and, and whatever they are, disease or whoever, they looking at the old heads looking like, bruh, you've been lied to. So why would I listen to you right now? Because you've still been lied to. You don't understand. So like, you know. That's why the younger generation, 19, 18, 19, 20 years old, they think they know more than the 60 and 70 year olds that's walking around. Why? Because now we're telling the truth about this lie. But mm. these people were brought up in that lie. So, you know, we know how not to make a big stink. Mm. Everything could be wrong, but we also know how not to go in and just cause a ruckus. Mm -hmm. They don't know that. You, they come in throwing all types of shit. Why? Because they, it was a whole new generation. We can't be mad at them because that's how they are taking their lives. They're kicking and screaming. I'm mad that you lied to me that much that now you got my mom and dad telling me that I can't do this or I can't do that or I need to go to college. You know mm. how many people are still telling their kids they need to go to college? And mm. how many people in the world are telling them that they ain't got to go to college? You mm. make millions of dollars and go to high school diploma. Mm. You, you know what I mean? So it's like we're fighting this thing because this is what we know. This is all that we know. But, but you know, even though that's all that we know, in the book, so if they would read a book, they would know more and would not use the excuse, that's all that I know, because then they are learning more in a book someone wrote that is more successful or that has been in that situation before and became successful. That would change the tide. But the problem is... But remember, they ain't reading no book. And I, I'm just about to say They're not that. reading the book. Like, so the person's got to make the book. And then not only do you have to make the book, you need to make the audio book. And then, then beyond the audio book, you need to make it a movie. You, that's what I'm saying. Like, so... <laughs> So like me, the person that's sitting as the author, there's work to be done. Because if I know that you're not reading the book and I wrote a book, mm -hmm. did I really do something? Because mm -hmm. I know you're not reading the book. You, you know what I mean? So as the author, I can't just say, okay, I wrote a book. I got to do it again and put it in a visual because I need the person that didn't read the book to see the book. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, there's a message in the book. And if you want your message to be heard, you got to take it out of the book, even the Bible. That's true. Even the Bible. Yeah, Think that's, about it. That's, that's true. It, the Bible is a book, right? Mm -hmm. But the only way that we know anything about what's going on in the Bible is if you ain't read the book, you at least get a preacher that's going to give you a message or a story out of the book that will one day intrigue you enough to want to pick up that book. Why are we, as minority, celebrating a holiday that's not originally meant for us, according to the history, it's not even off. meant for us. But if we don't celebrate it and do all those things, then some of us, I'm not saying all, some of us would would feel guilty or feel pressured because another group of people would would look down on them and and make them and and there's no way somebody can make you feel nothing. You you the way you feel is the way you feel. No one can make you feel nothing. But I'm going to use that term, make them feel so bad and so guilty that they'll go ahead and participate in something that has nothing to do with us. So let me ask you, so think about this. What is the reason for not celebrating the holiday for you? And is it a big issue as what other groups try to make it out to be? No, not for me. 
individual, not for me, because I asked the question, like I said, when I, when I got to Delaware State University, Dr. Kenyatta changed my life, okay? I was in a scene in a play where we were actually, and it was pantomiming because, of course, we didn't have the money to actually have the props. But mm-hmm. my scene was, I was standing there with my neighbor, and we were on the barbecue grills because this is why we celebrate the 4th of July because the world says, let's barbecue, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the difference is we, as black people, call it barbecue. Mm-hmm. White people call it a picnic. <clears throat> and we know the history behind the word picnic. And exactly. I don't use that word. And, but most black people don't. But that's what we do on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. But if you were to go somewhere with one of them, they're going to call it a picnic. Mm-hmm. At that moment right there, it should make you stop mm-hmm. and say, what? Because if that is what we really doing, Mm-hmm. Why the hell are we celebrating it? Mm-hmm. Right? But like me, like I said, I've been forced to celebrate it because it is in front of my parents' house. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I mean that, I mean that with all of my heart that everybody that lives in this community shows up at my mom at, on the block and they literally park their cars, have a block and then, party, and they lay on the ground to get the full effect of these fireworks. I have seen people do it for years. Wow. That's what I'm saying. For years. So to me, the 4th of July is exactly that. They like it. For the last two years, I've been watching the people as they come up the step, uh, up the hill. Mm -hmm. They actually look disappointed because the problem is we can't just keep doing the same thing and thinking that you're supposed to get the same feeling out of it. We're growing up now. There Mm -hmm. needs to be more than a story to this. Like we Mm -hmm. need to do more than just come down and join this block at nine o'clock. And let the fireworks come. You're not healing your kids. The fireworks can only be but so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody's happy about the fireworks, but the finale is what everybody's waiting on for the shit to be done so they could throw them all up in the air together because that's when it looked like great, when the bombs is bursting in the air. But at the end of the day, what is it for? I just, like, Mr. like we used to tell Mr. Sampson, hey, Mr. Sampson, yeah, Mr. Sampson, we getting ready for the fall. We would say, now, who were we? You know what I mean? We knew we wasn't free in 1776. Like, that was that was the line. Mm-hmm. So from that day, I had never celebrated the 4th of July. For what? Because we weren't even free in 1776. I make people stop. Like, a lot of people, I make them stop before they start doing all that they want to do. I mean, I know you're eating this hamburger and everything, but do you understand that we really wasn't free? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not saying that we got to have a whole conversation about it, but I need you to know that, you know what I mean, you eating this hot dog and stuff is great because that's what we do. We like the fellowship and we like the barbecue, but uh, you do know that we as a people was not free in 1776 and on this day for the holiday that they call it. Well, I'm going to put and it... And that's called history. And I'm going to put it and like And that's this. called history. I'm going to put it in this way. The reason why I don't celebrate it is several reasons. One, remember 1776, you know, Independence Day on the 4th of July when, you know, the United States, which was the group, which is the Society of Whites, got their freedom from England saying that no more, we're not going to be tied to you all or nothing. After that, you have 1787, that's three-fifth compromise, and there was a debate about the uh, legitimacy of the slavery in the southern, U.S. southern 
you know, political fault and to maintain the rights and financial benefits that enslaved, you know, to gain from this in this institution to gain more representative in Congress. So then, seven, remember that, 1787. And we just said 1770 what? Six? 1776. So, so 1787. Then in 1789, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have the Fugitive Slave Clause. The U.S. Constitution, which was the supreme law of the United States, included five, included a uh, Fugitive Slave Clause, Article 4, Section 2, Clause 3, protected slavers and the institution of slavery. That's in 1789. Now, <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. Other reasons. Remember, Independence, 1776. Fugitive Slave Act of 1793. Congress passed the first Fugitive Slave Act to quell the Black people's ongoing need for freedom, as well as growing activism among abolished abolishments in the northern states, and this federal law authorized local government to seize and return runaway enslaved people to their owners and impose penalties on anyone who aids in their fight. Now, that's since 1793. Now, when, in, when, when was uh, independent? On what, what year? 1776. Okay. Now, 1794. And Juneteenth was when? 85? Oh, we're going to get there. Now, 17, yeah. 1794 is yeah. the cotton gin. In 1794, Eli Whitney patented the cotton gin, a machine that helped Southern farmers significantly increase the production of cotton by speeding up the process of removing seeds from the cotton uh, fight. With this cotton gin, American slavers Slaver could increase their profits by producing more cotton with the free labor of slave people. Now, remember 17, what? 76. Mm-hmm. 1808, the first law to prohibit importing enslaved Africans. It was legal for Americans to bring enslaved Africans into the United States. Congress passed the act prohibiting importation of slaves of 1807 because the federal law didn't take effect until, didn't take effect until January 1st, 1808. Mm, don't keep going because there was so much more. Matt Turner. Nat Turner's I, revolt. Saying, now I understand if you put all of that, if you take the timeline, right, mm-hmm. and you literally look at America in American history, and then think of if we were to be free with them in 1776, like if they thought that we were people mm-hmm. at that moment, because we did fight in that war, like. That, that's the thing. We fought in that war. But but that is the irony of Black people. If you think about it, that is the irony, like, uh, what's his name? Charles Drew and all that, you know, did the 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 blood transfusion, but died because he needed something. Mm-hmm. Something he created, but he ended up dying. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? He died in that same manner because of the fact, but he created this so that people could live to this day, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, that's the type of history that when when it is told to us, it needs to be taught in an empowering type of a way. Well, I'm a, I have one more for as you. Opposed, as opposed to the keeping us down type of way. Because like I said, when you put it like that, it makes you not want to celebrate anything. I have one more for you. One of my favorite individual 
that's in Black history. That's Frederick Douglass. On July 5th, 1852, Frederick Douglass delivered his very famous speech. Guess what that speech was? That was that's, that's the speech. The speech was, what to the slave is the 4th of July? And it's, I have, and I'm, I have a blurb here, and I, I'm going to read it to you. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham. Your boosted liberty and unholy license, your national greatness, swell, a swelling vanity, your sound of rejoicing are empty and heartless. Your tarrant, <clears throat> brass-fronted impureness, your shout of liberty and equality, hollow mockery, your prayers and hum, hymns, your sermon and thanksgiving will all your religious parade are to him mere boom-bast, fraud, deception. This is in his, in his speech, crimes, Veil to cover up your crimes, which could disgrace a nation of savages. There is not a nation on earth guilty of practices more mockery and bloody than are the people of the United States at this very hour. This was Frederick Douglass, July 5th, 1852, his famous speech about the 4th of July. 1852. Yes. And everything that is said in that is still <laughs> true in 2022. Do you understand how certain things shouldn't even need to be talked about anymore? Because if it was written then, think about, just think about all of the things that has happened, will happen, and continue to happen. I'm glad we had this today because I don't think I've ever heard the Frederick Douglass piece. However, Frederick Douglass was that way. Like, that's why they always ask the question, like, why in the, all the pictures that you see, do you have that snarl on your face? He said, what the fuck is there to be smiling about? Like, exactly. the fuck? Like, that's that's who I remember Frederick Douglass for. Like, Frederick Douglass always had the the dis-ease in his face. Like, mm -hmm. bruh, I don't give a damn what y'all talk about, but go ahead and snap the picture. Because mm -hmm. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Because this is bullshit. And that's, that's what you just read is bullshit. But it is still this true to this day. So on that note, because it is still true to this day and it's been written, ain't no way in the world it should still be holding us back. That's true. I don't give a damn what's going on. I don't give a damn how they say it. I don't give a damn what, what happened. If that was how it was back then, who the hell else do you think is going to change it? Hmm. Well, we're going to end it on that note. I want to say, hey, thank you. Uh, especially a big shout thank you to you, my special guest, Miss Understood. And make sure you get her book, at, which is entitled Surviving Tough Times on Your March is Set, Go. And you can purchase that book from and at Cozy Corner Publishing. Before we end this episode, I'd like to give you uh, the last word, misunderstood, before I let these folks know how they can reach us. We need to get it together. We need to understand our history and we need to tell our own stories. The day that we see each other for exactly who we are, all pieces 
of one body. We will all come together in a cohesion. But when it comes down to celebrating, I say take it any advantage to get together, but bring your family together because you want to love on your family. You want to love on who you are. You want to tell the people why you're doing what you're doing. The more you get together, the more your young children will know about the older children. And as long as that is going on, then generations to come will be able to see what it is because everybody will not be just acting a fool because they know that auntie and uncle and go for that. Find reasons to come together as a family, as a unit, so that you can tell your story, so that you can have roots that go deep, deep, deep down, because we all come from someplace. And if you don't know where you're coming from, then you don't you really know where don't you're going. Show up, and you don't know where you're going. Exactly. And that is how I was like, you know, at the end of the day, like we said before, if you don't stand for something, you'll oh. fall for anything. It one will repeat itself. We should take advantage of all opportunities to come together as your family is because it's going to take your family to do what it is that God has called y'all to do. And it's going to take you and everybody else in it from the oldest to the youngest. Well, if you want, join us in our, in our community, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Twitch. Hey, check us out. Leave a comment. Let us know what you'd like for us to talk about that you're too afraid to openly talk about because, hey, we're in the trenches and we're going to say what we want. Come on now. And guess what? How we want it. You know? So thanks for listening to In the Trenches. See y'all on the next episode. It's going to be another great episode. Peace. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches.